For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to another edition of New Noise, a show we do every single week, sometimes on the podcast side, sometimes on the Twitch side, sometimes on both, where me and my fellow co-host Mike Howell discuss all the new records coming out week by week. It's very exciting. This is a big week. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, there he is, Mike. Mike. Hey, what up? What up, man? How are you? Dude, I am wonderful, as always. Excited for another huge week here on The New Noise. Ready to rock and roll. It's a big fucking week. That it is. Can I say that? Can I swear? Can I swear on this? Uh, I think you can. I like when people ask that. Can, can I swear? Can I swear? You can fucking swear all, swear all the fuck, fuck you want. Swear all the fuck you want, man. It's cool. It's cool, bro. Uh, <laughs> we are going to count down the top eight. Boom. Like MySpace. Who's in your top eight? We'll show you our top eight this week. It's going to get real wild. I'm excited. But we, that's, that's not the order of business right at this very moment. We have to discuss the records from last week. Big week last week. And uh, as we've been doing for the last few weeks now, we try to incorporate a little bit of uh, music news because this is a current music show Mm -hmm. and there's always tons of news happening and we like to talk about it. Uh, So Mike, uh, it's always your job to curate the show. And uh, what do you got? Any news this week? Yeah. uh, So we've got one bit of controversial news could lead to a little bit of heated discussion and we've got one bit of kind of somber news. Which one do you want to start with? Oh, let's go, let's go, none of these sound great. Let's go, let's go, uh, let's go somber. Somber. All right. Uh, So unfortunately, uh, kind of a legend of the rock alternative music scene has passed away. Uh, I don't know if you've heard Mark Lanigan has passed away. Uh, Member of Screaming Trees, used to be in Queens of the Stone Age, Uh, extremely influential vocalist. Yeah. Um, Just... Super all around good dude too. Yeah, it's 
it's so sad that a lot of people are, are hearing about him now for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Screaming Trees, they really were kind of just right below the huge grunge bands everybody knows, like Nirvana and Soundgarden yeah. and Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains. They were right there. Um, kind of had one sort of hit, but never quite you know, got to that huge like radio level. Um, but Mark Lanigan continued to have an incredible career with so mm-hmm. much work he did. And um, actually last year I was supposed to have him on the podcast. Oh, really? um, and it, it, yeah, I, I don't remember what happened. It was in the middle of us making a record. I think just some scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. I know he got COVID um, like a really bad case of COVID last year too, Yeah, that he was hospitalized. And I think maybe even in, in a coma at some point. So, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just really sad day for, for alternative music. And this is, this is one of the most influential and important figures of the nineties, hands down. And it's, uh, it's very, very sad to see. Yeah. I think he was 56, something along those lines. So it's still pretty young. Always unfortunate to see these kind of things. It's, you know, and it's crazy, man. Like so many singers from the nineties, or, or musicians from the nineties have yeah. left us, you know, that era, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at everybody from Chris Cornell to Scott Weiland, um, yep. you know, and now Mark Lanigan, um, just in the last, you know, decade or so it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty sad. Yep. Yeah. Controversy time. Da-na-na. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for all the cont. All right. So you might have heard some rumblings on Twitter from this last week. I didn't want to talk about it last week because nothing was official. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to be one to start slinging rumors around typically. And we're going to wait till the official news comes out and see what's up. Senses Fail has dropped off of the Hell is in Bloom tour, I think is the name of it. Their own tour, basically. Dropped off their own tour. Co-headliner with We Came as Romans. Yeah. Uh, Counterparts, CU Space Cowboy opening. So make sure you go support three of those bands um, for dropping off. Census Fail has left the tour, um, according to the press release, due to the birth of Buddy's Child upcoming. And uh, they've gotten another tour lined up for later in the year. Yeah, well, it's been interesting the way that this has kind of been framed. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people who are, you know, uh, supportive of, census fails, you know, dropping off due to the birth of buddy's son, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they're pointing to, well, you know, family first, which we can understand. Oh yeah. But you know, um, babies don't just get Mm -hmm. born. (laughs) There's been a bit of a time. And, and to be fair to buddy, he did, he did say in his video that the main reason was their record got delayed Mm -hmm. to July. They had another tour opportunity around the record in July and kind of the third thing was like, and by the way, yeah, I am having a kid, which obviously he knew when nine months ago or well, he knew when they announced the tour, he right. Well, he knew when they announced the tour and before Mm -hmm. that this was happening. So, um, it's from census field perspective. I can understand why this would be what you might choose to do. Mm hmm. But man, it is really tough on the other three bands, especially yeah. this late this late in the game. It's tough. Uh, completely screws them over, in my opinion. They've got a month to go. Um, the way that I look at this and I see this is they really didn't jump ship until their livelihoods were secur- yeah, secured on another tour, basically. Uh, right. They just kind of left everybody else uh, hung up and dry. Um, mm. I don't think I would be as mad about this if this wasn't or if this was like the first time Census Fail was related with some tour-based drama. Uh, but after the whole original Bad Omens thing, uh, with Bad Omens leaving the tour because their contracts that they had originally negotiated and set up for the co-headliner that Census Fail had with Amity uh, weren't being met, and the drama kind of surrounding that. Um, this band just seems super problematic the last couple of years, and I don't think it's healthy for the scene. Well, also you're a big supporter of We Came as Romans, being oh, yeah. you're you're a Michigan guy. Yeah, don't get me there wrong. Like there is definitely heroes. some bias there. Um, yeah, but. and and I mean, obviously, you know, I have a deep past with counterparts. They're mm-hmm. they're my uh, I put it their first album, so you know they're yeah they're friends, and it is very very hard um, for those bands 
And I, yeah, it's just the, the last mm-hmm. minute thing, you know, and, and not to mention the fans, I'm surprised like more fans aren't like, well, this sucks. Like, yep. you know, um, yeah. And, and, uh, I've heard the rumor of what tour it's going to be. I'm sure a few people oh, yeah. have, and look, I get it. If you're talking, you know, playing in front of people and, and opportunities, but mm-hmm. I just feel like where we come from in terms of, you know, punk rock and ethics and stuff Yep, that should be the first, uh, go-to, but regardless, I understand too. Um, I don't have any kids, but if I was having one, I definitely want to be around for that too. Oh, so, for sure. Hey, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how this shakes out. I, I just really feel for those bands not being able to play for two years. And mm-hmm. now what are they going to be able to pick up the pieces and do something else during this time frame? I hope um, so. I, I really it's, hope so, but it's, it's not easy tours, t- tours. You don't just throw them together in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people don't know how it works, but a lot of tours are planned like a year in advance. Um, yep. and a co-headliner maybe longer because you've got a little, a few more moving parts. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is, uh, this is tough. Yeah. So everybody kind of knows where I stand with this. Uh, I'm always kind of in the corner of the smaller band, uh, so make sure you guys go support everybody who's kind of been affected like this, namely Counterparts and CU Space Cowboy. CU Space Cowboy just had a great record released last year. They've got a bunch of cool merch. Uh, I know Counterparts always has a bunch of cool merch, and they should have a record coming out at some point this year as well. If you like $100 hoodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that controversy? I do. <laughs> God, kind of uh, can just make me laugh. That band is just so they're so like Brennan is so funny on Twitter and oh they are. I just love those guys so much. But I do feel for them mm-hmm. um in this uh in this case. Other news here I'm seeing just just this just, just hot off the hot off the press. Oh looks like Enter Shikari has rescheduled their North I've American tour, which is happening right now. I I have not heard any reason why as of um this time, but that is that is definitely a shame as well. I assume probably uh, something along the lines of uh, maybe they got a festival or something like that and they needed to move or uh, with the pandemic and everything like that. There's so many moving parts around this. It, and It definitely is. Still bro move. They're bringing out the same people. They're just delaying the dates. All your tickets are valid still. Um, I'm cool with tour reschedules. All good. Hey, no, I mean, you can't, it's things have changed so much. We've, mm-hmm. we've gone from this mentality, you know, uh, in rock music to be like the show must go on, you know, no matter what we're playing to like, it's okay to cancel. Like if, mm-hmm. if it's for the best interest of everybody involved, like it's okay. Yeah. You, you can cancel, you can reschedule people understand, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. And I think rock is really as a whole has kind of evolved into less of a, rock star kind of personality type thing where it's like all about the show and the theatrics and it's more about the people now um this genre of music that we love so much and yep it's all just a big family and looking out for each other and making sure that we're making the best decisions that everybody can have right so i agree and because this is my show i can say 11 a.m tomorrow silverstein socials have a look Oh, some stuff's coming. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. If you're on Twitch, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then it already happened on Thursday, yesterday. Yeah. So just go, if you missed it, go see that now. But if you're here on Twitch with us and you should be and welcome, uh, yeah, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Get fucking ready. Let's go. Boom. All right, Mike. Last week we had, um, we had a smaller week. I believe it was four, uh, releases, but some pretty cool ones. Um, oh yeah. And our number one, uh, album from new Delhi, India, I believe they're from bloody wood with their album. Rock shock. Yes. What did you think of this fucking record slays? I oh, love it's it. So good. I, it, it, it was so good. The singles were singles were great. Mm-hmm. Record is awesome. I love how they're incorporating, you know, Indian, uh, traditional instruments into yep. this it never sounds like forced, forced. though yeah. like it just kind of always works 
but then they have these crushing parts and the lyrics are really good. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, well, the ones I can understand, um, man, they're really just such a cool band, just really doing something no one else is doing. hundred percent. I think this record is super, super cool and innovative. I, love hearing different kinds of heavy music from all over the world, right? Like we've experienced it with bands from Japan. Uh, there's some cool bands from China. There's some bands from the Middle East that are really cool. Um, obviously a couple of bands like Sepultura from down in South America, but yep. there's generally just not as many from those places, uh, India included compared to Europe and North America. Uh, so it's always really cool when we get one of those bands that really breaks out and, kind of wows us like this. I remember listening to this record the first time, I was kind of thinking all of a sudden, like, man, this really almost makes me feel like the first time I heard the first Hollywood Undead record, where it was just kind of fresh blend of like hip hop and heaviness, and it was just grooved and it was fun. And then you add in kind of the traditional instruments and the whole layer, the whole production just makes it great. Yeah, it definitely has, uh, someone's asking, the, the band is called Bloody Wood. Yep. Uh, it's basically like a take on Bollywood, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Is their little, is. their little play on, on words. And their music Bloody Wood. show it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, and, and they're fantastic. And I get what you mean about the groove. Mm-hmm. They've got this kind of new metal, um, it's like more modern new metal, I yeah. guess. It's not It's almost cheesy. like thrashy it's, new metal. It's, yeah, yeah, it's that's a good so way weird. to put it. It is. It. I really dig maybe, it though. Maybe groove more than yeah, new metal. It's, it's got the groove. This is. This is why last week I compared them to Sepultura. Listen mm-hmm. to the record. I. I definitely stand by that. Yep. But I can see Hollywood Undead too a little bit with some of the rap, obvious rap influences mm-hmm. that are in this. Um, in this band as well. So, definitely a great number one and something that I think a lot of people are going to want to check out. For sure. If you missed it. Bloody Wood, get into it. Uh, what else we had? Uh, Foxy Shazam. That Foxy record was Zoo. out, but I don't know if we both listened to I'd it. I listened to entirety. it. You had not. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, oh, I loved it. I think this band is just so fun, mm-hmm. theatrical. Yep. They gave you. There's like I don't know. I think it's a pretty short record. Like it's not that Nine many songs. songs. Nine songs, but it, there's so many songs within songs. Yeah. There's so much happening that there's nothing boring about this album at all. It's just exactly. like, you, I, and, and there's something it's about very it. It's very linear. Just, there's very few choruses on the record too, which is kind yeah, of cool. That's what I mean. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's just that record where you can kind of close your eyes and you just picture like a show going on. Like it's mm-hmm. very, very Broadway musical. And um, yeah, I absolutely love Fox Shazam. I, I'm dying to see them live. Oh yeah. And uh, we have to talk about my own will. Dude, my Michigan boys, they came in with this record to beat some ass. Goal accomplished two songs in. Everything else was just extra. Like, Dude. This record is just so fucking relentlessly heavy. It's it's disgusting. Um, the, the breakdowns are just absolutely next level brutal. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you listen to this record, are you going to be drywall left in your house? If you have any drywall left in the house after, you're doing it wrong. Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to destroy things listening to this record. And it kept, I kept putting my stereo like louder and louder and louder until it was all the way up. Yep. Listening to this, this um, record. And this great, is a band. Great mix on this too, right? Yeah, it's like, good. For, for, a, so I was yeah. just like to say, this is a local band. Right, mm-hmm. they're they're on. I don't know what label they're, they're on. They're not. They're, it's it's self released. Okay, yeah. um, and that's going to change. I'll tell you right right now. Oh, Someone God, is going to pick them so. up. I love this band so much. I want them to take it, off. Such they are dudes. just they are just so good. Production is insane. Mm-hmm. To make this to make a record this heavy still sound like punchy yeah. and not muddy is is impressive because that can be tough. So it's still, like, don't get me wrong. The production is great. It still sounds local too. Like there's personality and flair to this that you don't get with a lot of the larger releases, right? I know what you mean. Like it's, there's, the production is so good, but there's aspects of it that are just not clean in all of the right ways. It's, it's so good. But I agree. I love these guys. We had them on locals only. Uh, My good friend, Dave vocalist, Uh, go check out this band. I cannot talk about them enough. 
I think they are one of the like top three up and coming bands out of Michigan right now, um, which is pretty easy for my me to keep my ear close to. Uh, yeah. So make sure you go check them out. Love it. Yeah, they're really good. My own will. Make sure to check them out. And the last one we had, we might as well round it out. Yeah. Siphon. Siphon. S-I-F-Y-N. Lucas this from Vale of Maya. Right. Members of Vale of Maya. And this record's very under the radar still, mm-hmm. but it's a solid record too. It's a little oh, yeah. different for metalcore, post-hardcore. I'm not really sure even what to call it, mm-hmm. but vocally is really, really strong. Oh, yeah. Songs are great. Lyrics are great. And uh, yeah, I think that this, if you're looking for something that your friends haven't heard of, mm-hmm. uh, this is it, really, really, really solid. It really almost reminds me of that like Galleons, Valiant Hearts kind of sound where it's post-hardcore, but it's a little bit lighter, right? But there's still those yeah. heavy moments that go in. It's very, very well done. You never are kind of left wanting more when listening to this record. Yeah, like some it. of the some of the guitar tones and drum tones are like a little less aggressive than mm-hmm. you'd find in other vibe almost in the genre. And I I really appreciated that because that like that gave the vocals maybe a little more room to breathe or or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I'm explaining it right, but but yeah, Siphon. Yeah. This is a super cool band as well. So that's our For sure. That's our last week. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. This week. We did news. We did news. We did last week. And now we've got a big week to talk about. So we've got yes, a we big ass top eight going back to 2005. My space heavy hitters. I'm into it. All right, Mike. Well, should we start? We should. All right. Let's start off this week with our number eight. So coming in number eight out of Canada, the new record love sucks by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> We're getting some pop rock, fun time, MGK, mod No, sun, no, no. She's wh- punk. Whatever. Like, she's a punk. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Avril Lavigne at number eight. Um, Actually, hold on. I've, I don't know mm-hmm. if she's punk. Would you say she's an emo girl? <laughs> oh, no. You can't. No, you can't go there, dude. You can't go there. We, we're not going there. Oh, I did. We're not talking about emo girl. Um, Avril Lavigne is a Canadian icon. Oh yeah. At this point, she's been doing it for a very long time. We're talking about like almost 20 years oh, for since sure. the debut album. I love her too. And, don't get me wrong. You know, she's had a lot of, there's been a lot of press on her, not mm-hmm. all of it great, but I think she's a very talented singer and I think she's had some bangers over the years. This record actually is probably the most punk that she's ever gone. I'd say so. You know, with, with help, from I think John Feldman produced this record, probably wrote a lot of it. Um, I think and Travis some Parker's help involved from, too. He's, yeah, it, it's the I'm team. Assuming the new, he touched it. <laughs> it's the new pop punk team. They're they're doing it all over there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I don't mind it. I think like this is this is kind of cool that she's just sort of saying yeah. fuck it at this point. She's probably I don't know about thirty five now, mm-hmm. um, and she's uh, she's just doing it. And I, I yeah. I'm I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean I'm okay with it for what it is. It's Def, it's more pop than punk for sure. Uh, it uses a yes, lot of buzzwords, yes. but there's nothing inherently wrong to music. It's still pretty solidly written. Everything about it's catchy. Avril's vocal performance is great. Instrumentally, it's clean and tight. It's just, it sounds like a lot of what we've heard the last year and a half, two years. Yes. Now. Yes. Well, if it is the Avril, I, I think it might be Melissa, but that's another, that's another conversation mm. we, we won't get into today. Uh, all right, that's number eight. We're going to shift gears in a big way. What's number seven, Mike? Number seven, we are coming in with another solo vocalist. Yes. And his project, the new record, Corpse Grinder by Corpse Grinder. And if you'd like me to read my notes for the genre, I put Corpse Grinder for fans of Corpse <laughs> Grinder. And my thoughts are Corpse Grinder. Yes. We got so- two singles from this. It's heavy. I love it so much. Yes, this is, for people that don't know, this is the singer for the band Cannibal Corpse. I've uh, been in the band since the mid-90s, replacing oh, yeah. original vocalist Chris Barnes. Uh, but he's, you know, he's the he's the man in Cannibal Corpse. Speaking and, of news, uh, by the way, have you seen that mm-hmm. at Cannibal Corpse shows, because of what Chris Barnes said about hating modern death metal vocals, people are chanting, fuck Chris Barnes. <laughs> no <laughs> like The band's way, clapping really? along to it and stuff. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, um, so what is this? So this is a, what, like a solo folk 
album from Corpse Grinder? What yeah. is he? Uh, uh, he actually uh, brings out the acoustic guitar. He sits at the campfire. You can hear the nice crackle. It's almost like he recorded it out in the woods himself. No, this record's heavy. I would argue almost heavier than Cannibal Corpse. It's faster. <laughs> heavy, heavy lyrically, man. This is yeah. some music to cry to. Yeah, right exactly. Here. No. Um. <laughs> the two singles for them, this record are called Acid Vat and On Wings of Carnage. Give you any idea of how this sounds. It is death metal. It's cannibal corpse. You're not getting deep lyrics. You're getting lyrics about eviscerating people. It's <laughs> fucking heavy. And you know what? Corpse Grinder's got such a great voice. That's all I want from this. Like, yeah, cool. man, I, I thought the two singles were, were pretty good. I was surprised they were a little, uh, a little more like metalcore kind of like the, yeah. they weren't quite as like old school death metal, which as is I was expecting a like, little bit of an evolution here. Mm-hmm. Of, although, you know, it is, it's still, it's still metal. He, like, lo- it's, you know, it, he but loves it, metalcore and stuff like that though. Like they always bring yeah. out like deathcore and metalcore bands, which is cool. They're one of the few bands in the scene that like, actually does some diggering and like brings out really cool up and coming talent. Yes. No, 100%. Uh, we don't need to talk about it all day, but it's there. And if you're looking for something in the vein of Cranable Corpse with a little bit of differentness to it, check out the new record from Corpse Grinder at number seven. All right. Number six. Called Corpse Grinder. I wanted to say it again. Corpse Grinder. Number six coming in from Hanover, Germany. We've got the new record. And let me tell you, I'm a rock believer because I love the Scorpions. And this new record called Rock Believer is going to be a Scorpions record. And that's all that I want from the Scorpions. And it makes me happy. <laughs> I texted I texted Mike today. I yeah. said, Mike, I have one question for you. Are you a rock believer? And he said, oh yeah, you know it, baby. Oh yeah. Rock Every Believer the from the Scorpions. Um, this band, I looked it up today. This is not off the top of my head. This band has been together since 1965. Yep. We're talking 57 years of music. Um, listening to these singles, you can kind of tell. <laughs> okay, it sounds like every other Scorpions release ever. But you know what? The wheel on the Scorpions machine has never broke. So why replace it? They're it consistently good despite sounding the same. The I'll tell you the the thing that you usually find with bands aging mm-hmm. is either the songwriting starts to get lazy or the vocalist just sort of starts to lose it. Yeah. And I would say that in this case that really hasn't happened. The 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 vo- the vocalist um I forget his name He's only been in the band for 57 years and I forget his name. It's like Klaus or something. Yeah, Klaus. Um, I should know this because he sang on- Rudolph? I think so. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I might be making that up. He sang on Avantasia for a while, which is a cool power metal project. Um, Uh, He sounds great. Uh, The songs are like- just Klaus Mine. Mine, that's it. Yeah. Classic rock, you know, and there aren't that many bands- that are from that era still making music. No. So kudos to them. Um, I wish the production was maybe like a little more modern. Uh, yeah. But you know, other than that, but the old production like kind of hides it a little bit too, which I'm okay with. <laughs> well, the Scorpions are here with their, I believe, 19th studio record, Rock Believer. Check it out. Number I have it pre-ordered. I'm excited. Sick. I love the Scorpions. That was one of my first shows, actually. It was a good time. Who played with them? It was something weird. It was a weird headliner. I'll look it up in a minute. Well, I... I um, I'll look it up I after love, the Twitch. I or, love Scorpions so much that I had... Uh, uh, now, I forget the name of the song. Uh, Take me into the magic of the moment on the storm. That song. Um, yeah. Uh, I had it on a mixtape like three times in a row. And I thought at the time that I like invented that, like mm-hmm. putting the same song more than once in a row on a mixtape. I was like, I bet no one has ever thought of that. But I think a lot of people thought of that. I think a lot of people thought of that too. Anyway, yes. It was White Snake. That's who it was. Oh, wow. Winds of Change. That's the song. Was it? Thank you. No, All I right. actually don't um, know this. Um, number five. Let's get to it. Number five coming in. And I think I've stumped you with this one. I'm really excited. I don't know how much digging you did in this band, 
I don't know the name of this album, but we are getting the new record from Dream Widow. Super thrashy, cool metal. How deep did you look into this? So I wish I didn't look into it because it is a cool, really cool story. It is. However, I didn't look into it until I listened to it. Mm -hmm. So I heard it completely having no idea what I was walking into. As you should. Just just thinking that this was a band that when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this kind of sounds like Slayer quite a Mm -hmm. bit. Testament, Um, Exodus, Creator. Yeah, I definitely got Creator. uh, Slayer from some of the stuff. Yep. Um, And then there's a guitar solo. The tone is remarkably similar to a Nirvana song. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think of that at the time, but when I did the digging... And I found out that this is the person behind this is Mr. Dave Grohl. Yep. That is very, very interesting. Yep. So this is a full length metal album for a Dave Grohl movie project. Uh, You wouldn't think it because the one song that we have heard is extremely high quality for thrash metal that we have gotten in recent years. Uh, vocally much more impressive than I thought Dave Grohl ever could do on a mm-hmm. death metal record by far. And I'm just really excited for this. It's fresh. I love thrash. I don't get to hear enough of it nowadays. So I'm stoked for this. It's a cool project. Absolutely. I got to shout out my, uh, my nephew, Noah. He's, he's here. Oh, Hey Noah. Hey Noah. Nice to see you. Thanks for joining the stream. Um, yeah, he's the man. Uh, and he's, uh, he, he's learning, um, the intro riff to my heroine. Not easy, Ooh. not an easy riff, but he's nah. almost got it. Hope nice. you got it by now. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Mike. Oh, good. Um, it, it is, it is super cool to see this and you know, it, it brought me back a little bit to the start of Foo Fighters. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't know this story that, you know, once Nirvana, uh, I was going to say was dead, but that, that sounds really bad. Um, once Nirvana was finished, it uh, doesn't sound much better. You know, Dave Grohl, obviously mm-hmm. at the time, nobody really knew he was a singer, guitar player or anything. Yep. And he put together a bunch of demos called Foo Fighters, you know, to try to, you know, put it out there, but he didn't want to put his name on it, mm-hmm. you know, for, for fear of judgment of, oh, well, or one way or the other, right? Like Being everyone's going to want him. Right. Yeah, or like just everybody's like, okay, well, sure, you were in Nirvana, like we'll put out your record. He mm-hmm. wanted this to be, to get real feedback on it and, and it for it to be what it could be. And in a way, I feel like this is kind of the same thing, yeah. right? He's he's doing something that, you know, um, we're putting he's putting out there that a lot of people don't know it's him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really good and yeah. really cool. And I'm not surprised because the guy's just incredibly talented and oh, has for a, sure. a ton of musical influences. Yeah, I'm super excited to listen to this full-length record. I think this is just going to be, I don't know, it's going to be refreshing, and it's always fun to hear Dave do stuff. Like, I'm always going to listen to a new Foo Fighters record. He's just super talented, and even if the entire thing isn't going to be to my taste, like, there's glimpses of brilliance in everything this man does. I might be more excited about this than the last few Foo Fighters oh, I records, if we're, if we're being honest, but uh, yeah. there it is. I, Dream I think that's Widow. my taste, though, right? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Dream Widow, the new full-length record at, the debut full-length record at number five. Number four. I'm ready for this one. I know you Um, are. I don't get to talk about this genre as much as I would love, and I probably talk about this genre more than anybody else would like. We've got a power metal record. The new record, Gothenburg, Sweden's finest, Hammerfall. The new record, Hammer of Dawn. I'm excited for this. I love power metal so damn much. What did you think of these singles? They're great. Yeah. <laughs> they're like really, really good. They're not that self-indulgent really. Like no. they're kind of just good songs mm-hmm. and the production's amazing. And like, I'm all in on this. I, I, I mean, I didn't think, you know, I didn't have on my, you know, 2022, uh, bingo card of Hammerfall making one of the best records of the year, but it's like, it might happen. This, mm-hmm. Like the the one song, and I'm I'm trying to pull them up because I forget which one, which one's which. But like, man, there was one uh, single that's just like so good. I think uh, Hammer of Dawn was probably my favorite. Yeah, I think that I think that is the one. Mm-hmm. Man, they are just so good, and you know, yeah, this band's been doing it for oh, 
a what, long time. 40, 40 years probably or something no, like that. I don't that. think it's been that long. 30 years, uh, maybe they're from the 90s, right? So yeah. uh, at least I'm going to say at least. Their, their first record was an EP in 97. So. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I'm seeing, 90, I'm seeing 93 formation. Yeah. So 30, 30 years just about. So yeah, 30, um, 25, 30. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 power metal is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. People are loving power metal in the chat, which is great to see. Perfect. We love it. it. It, um, yeah, don't take it too seriously. However, this is, this is good. This is like, this is good. No matter what you're into, I'm quite impressed with the singles. It's it's got everything that I want from power metal and Hammerfall has always been, um, I'm not going to say the most consistent source of power metal. They had a couple of, I'm not going to say flubs on their last two records, but they felt a little uninspired. Uh, this kind of feels like a real return to form for them. I think they were moving kind of away from power metal and into a little bit like war metal or something weird like that. Uh, But they came back to power metal. It's back to being a little bit corny, a little bit fun. It's got fast riffs. It's got cool solos. It's got soaring vocals and it's got drums and bass doing whatever they do on a power metal record. I don't pay attention to it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, overall, this is a really, really fun band. I absolutely love them. They've been a favorite of mine since... I was starting to get into heavy music, so super excited for a new record from... I agree. There it is. Hammerfall at number four. Number... Okay, top three already. Here we go. Number three. Let's go. Number three. I'm going to help y'all spell it. It's a really cool death metal band called Elasian. A-L-L-E-G-A-E-O-N. With their new album, Damn Numb. Mm. I got this one record. I got this record early. Oh, you got it. Yep. You got it. I got my promoter in. So I spun it yesterday. Is it absolutely disgustingly heavy? Because that's what I imagine. Uh, I would say yes and no. Okay. I think this is probably the lightest record that the band has put out. Oh. Which is still pretty heavy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think that they're really kind of incorporating a lot of influences that they hadn't in the past. They're keeping kind of the progressive death metal mm-hmm. uh, thing going on that the band has had, but they're incorporating some more elements of like core and things along those lines into their writing that I think are really kind of expanded the band's portfolio. As talented as they are, they were kind of suffering on their previous releases from uh, being a little too same, same and uh I would get bored by the time the record was over. This one, I wasn't bored at all. I was completely enamored. I think this record is absolutely the bomb.com. Easily one of my favorite heavy metal releases so far this year. I would compare it very, very closely to that Rivers of Nile record from last year and the Whitechapel record from last year as far as quality of heavy music. Uh, Very, very good. Right. Well, you know, those Rivers of Nile and also, um, I never had, is it Allegion? How do you say this band? Allegion. Allegion. Okay. They're both on Metal Blade Records, you yep. know, obviously one of the greatest metal labels of all time. Yeah. I mean, this is awesome stuff and I, I really like this band too. I think this is just what modern, you know, extreme metal is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm, yeah, I, I can't wait to hear it. There was only maybe two singles released or something two from singles. this, right? Yep. So not too many, which is good. I'm as a music fan. I like that because I know I can dive in and, and look forward to the record. So I'm yep, super the album comes in that. at about 45 minutes. It's a nice length for what they're doing. I think overall, it's just a really, really fun release and my vinyl is pretty. So that's all I care about. Really cool. <laughs> It, it sort of is though. If you follow Mike on Instagram and you should at slappy slam, you're going to see some very pretty swirls on his, uh, on his vinyl records. Oh, yeah. Trying to convince <laughs> you to listen to music by how pretty it is. That's right. <laughs> I've been told it works. So. <laughs> All right. We got two more. Let's get to number two. Number two. We've got a really cool, really weird project. Probably one of my f- absolute favorite uh, death metal, doom metal, whatever you want to call this, sludge metal bands coming up in the scene. The new record, Time Wave Zero by Blood Incantation. Uh, if you're a fan of other bands I've recommended on the show, like Tomb Mold, um, I don't even remember who else, but bands like that, uh, you're really going to enjoy this. This is heavy. It feels like you're listening to something in a cave and there's mold and sludge all around you. It's... <laughs> 
It's really cool. We don't have any singles for this record though, because it is two songs clocking in nearly an hour at length. They are taking kind of a cinematic, ambient, atmospheric death metal approach with this record. Um, that is something I will say about this band is they don't know when to stop writing a song. Uh, they will have a record with like five tracks. Four of them will be five minutes. One of them will be 32. Um, yep. Yep. Super cool, talented band though. So I sent you two singles uh, from yeah. the last two records. What did you think of this band? I, I, I've heard the band before enough mm-hmm. to know kind of what to expect. And I always yep. thought this band um, had, yeah, like you're going to get, death metal, it's going to be heavy, mm-hmm. but then there's going to be some elements of just some weird shit, you know, uh, some stuff that other bands aren't doing, you know, um, yep. I think, I think they use the word psychedelic when describing yep. themselves, so. which I do appreciate. And I think, yeah, if you're looking for something that's still going to give you that heaviness, um, and something you're still going to, you know, bang your head to, mm-hmm. but then you get a little bit more out of it. Uh, this is absolutely the band for you. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you even just look at their top 10 on Spotify, like their fourth biggest song is an 18 minute long song. Yep. So the fact that they're doing it this time with two, uh, I think it was like two 25 minute songs or something that they're they're putting together for this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm here for it, you know? And of course there'll, there'll be all kinds of song within song, cool stuff there and different is. movements. And there's a lot to digest. This is very, very well thought out music. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason that this is number two and Avril Lavigne is number eight. Okay. It's up here. There's a reason it's up here. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to get into our number one album of the week. What could it be? We're about to find out when wow. we return from our commercial break. And we're back. There we are. Oh, we're back from commercial. That Woo-hoo. was fun. That was fun break. That was fun. Fun break. I ran, ran, ran around my desk a few times, did a couple push-ups. Yeah. Drank a few more beers. I found that Scorpions tour that I went to is actually Queensryche that opened. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that was a good time. Que- Queensryche is um, one of my sister's favorite bands growing up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got, I ended up a bunch of hand-me-down Queensryche stuff, including a Queensryche necklace that had the like empire logo on it. And I don't know where that went. That pretty sick, uh, pretty sick Queensryche necklace. Just saying. Just saying. Well, it's time, Mike. It's Uh, time. I I am anxiously awaiting your pick (sighs) for what will be the number one album of the Week. All right. If you've listened to this show, if you've watched this on Twitch, bring up. If you know me as a person, you can guess that this is a major album of the year contender. We have got the new record from Tears for Fears. <laughs> shout, shout. No, they do have a new record. Out. We'll talk about that during honorable mentions. But it's bad omens. New record, the death of peace of mind. 15 tracks. We've heard five of them. This record's clocking in at 52 minutes. I am oh, man. beyond excited for this absolute masterpiece of a record. We don't know, like we know the track order, but none of these singles touch each other except for the double single release, which was the second and third single. Um, this thing's going to go off hard. Yeah. Uh, this band... Obviously, this is not a super, you know, this is not a band that's been around a long time. Third a record. lot of people are just finding out about this band. The hype is real. And I got to say- three million already. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. This band is popping off. I got to say though, um, I find this band a little bit confusing. Yeah. I don't really know what they're doing. Um, there's a lot of diversity within mm-hmm. the music, especially from song to song. There are times when you're listening to this band where it's like, oh shit, this is like beat down, heavy, screaming craziness. And there's other mm-hmm. times when it's like, am I like at a rave? What's going on? Yeah, it's, it's super cool. It's, it's a suit. Yeah. They, but they do find a way to kind of blend this and make it cohesive. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to be the record that is going to put all these parts together and they're going to really find what they're doing. And I think that this is going to become a very influential band 
Oh yeah. Moving forward because they are that talented. Yeah. I've loved bad omens since the first release, uh, caught them on the Sumerian records tour, whatever year that was, uh, I was super excited to see them because the first record, I think they got four songs and I was, mm-hmm. they've just always been an absolutely amazing band. I go see them live almost any chance that I get. I think this new record is absolutely insane. I'm, super excited to hear all of it right like when a record comes in and like all of the singles are super diverse like this but all very good you kind of normally get a worry that Mm -hmm. uh this record's going to be all over the place uh knowing bad omens and their last two releases and just kind of how the band works and how systematically everything gets thought out for the records uh that's definitely not going to be the case this is going to be a very cohesive effort uh very similar to that Dolly Thundering concept record where there's a lot of weird stuff going on, but you're along for the ride and you're loving it. Uh, I think this is going to be the first record to kind of challenge that this year. Uh, I'm beyond excited for it. Yeah. And this is an interesting quote from their bio here where they Mm -hmm. say, sonically, we want to do something you can't arrive late or early to. You can't cheat your way to the final act these songs should be are meant to be heard from start to finish. And that is fucking true right there. I yeah. agree. This um this band is very interesting, very intriguing. And uh I think what they're on that under oath tour right now. Yep. Spirit Box and Stray. Yeah, that's a big tour for them too, to to get in front of some some people. Oh, so yeah. it's pretty pretty and, wild. And that's our number one. Yeah, this pretty record's crazy. pretty similar thematically to Voyeurist too. So like I think that's such a good mm-hmm. fit for a tour, honestly. Yeah, I mean, some of the modern Under Oath uh, stuff is almost a little bit of a nod to Bad Omens. It's it's interesting if which way it worked. If mm-hmm. like Under Oath influenced Bad Omens, who influenced Under Oath again? You know mm-hmm. how that you know that yeah. that's like, and I I don't want to say that that's true or not true. I know there's a million other bands, but when that kind of stuff happens, I think it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even like we talked about corpse grinder obviously earlier yeah. and how cannibal corpse is like now bringing out metalcore bands, you know, who they influenced mm-hmm. that are now influencing them again. Yeah. I just think, I just think that is such a, a beautiful thing um, uh, in, in music that happens. Yeah. It's definitely super cool. I'm here for it. Go support bad omens. Uh, pre-order the record. Uh, you're hearing this on Friday, order the record. It's definitely worth it. And uh, let me tell you, bad omens, does not repress records very often if I don't think they ever have. Uh, so I would get are it they now. On, are they on Sumerian still? They are. Mm. Okay. Somehow. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's the, that's the list. So that was a big top eight. We're going to have to go back and count it, count it down. Weird thought. Is uh, it, is Bad Omens the biggest band that Sumerian Records has right now? I don't even know who else Sumerian has. Black Veil Brides and Smashing Pumpkins, probably their only competition on the label. <laughs> well, which is weird. I, Poppy. I mean, oh, Pop, Poppy too? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm sort of the loop with, with what they have, but Smashing Pumpkins is fucking a bunch random. A pe- bunch of people left Sumerian recently too. That is very random. Um, right, let's recap. Let's recap. Let's get down to number eight, Mike. We've got the new record, Love Sucks by Avril Lavigne. Number seven. We've got Corpse Grinder by Corpse Grinder for fans of Corpse Grinder. And Mike, do you believe in number six? Oh yeah, I believe in our Scorpions uh, with their new record, Rock Believer. Number five. We've got the new record from Dream Widow, Dave Grohl. I don't know what the album's called. I also learned he's from Warren, Ohio. I didn't know that. He's from Ohio? I thought he was from D.C., I don't know. That's what Wikipedia said. I thought he grew. I Google. thought he grew up in D.C. I don't know. Maybe he's born uh, in Ohio. I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway, uh, number four. Number four. We've got the new record "Hammer of Dawn" by Hammerfall. There you go. Number three. We've got the new record "Damn Numb" by Elasian. Two. We've got the new record "Time Wave Zero" by Blood Incantation. And the number one album of the week is "The Death of Peace of Mind" by Bad Omens. I'm so excited for this record. The death of peace of mind. Yes. And, uh, just a few short hours, you will get to listen to it, Mike. And, uh, I'm excited. Well, I mean, and it's going to be a little bit longer. It's Friday. There is talk here of no dashboard confessional. Well, 
We're about to get into our honorable mentions. So yep. shall we do that? We shall. I like that. Let's do that. Boom. Boom. First honorable mention. I've got 19 this week, people. First honorable mention. It's an EP. We're getting a new EP from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's got How those two songs. The list? It's got it's those two songs fucking- we talked about earlier, like in the year. And I think there's only like one or two other new songs. But like it's Guns and Fucking Roses. I don't know. It's wow. An EP. I'm uh, this is put this number one one B with bad <laughs> omens for me, man. I'm I had no idea this is coming. What the band releases a record every like fifteen years? This is exciting. It's an EP. It's like four songs. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it too, but honorable mention into it. It's probably fucking trash. Who's well, in the band? Slash. They, is, is, is Slash back actually in the, on this? I think so. Oh, that's it. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and with that, <laughs> this third- is a good point. How the fuck did Guns N' Roses not make the list and Scorpions did? Because <laughs> okay. uh, one of them's better band. This is why, see, this is why I leave Mike to making the list so I don't have to deal with you people. All right. I'll deal with you people all day. Get in my DMs. Let's fight. GNR. Uh, next up, Tears for Fears album. I kind of joked about that earlier, but it does exist. So go listen to that if you want. Uh, we also have a dashboard confessional record. Now, Mike. I am shocked that this is not in the, in the top either. I mean, yep. I know we had eight. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty big deal. New dashboard yeah. record. Uh, I think it's going to sound like dashboard confessional. And honestly, I don't know a lot of dashboard confessional aside from screaming infidelities. That's them, right? That's, that's them. Yeah. That was, that's like the debut song. Mm-hmm. I know that's that song, song and maybe like, like one or two You're like still stuck on the first EP, the demo. You're, yeah. Mike, Mike only likes the demo tape. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. They put out the demo tape and then they got more than five listeners on Spotify. So I stopped checking. Them. Uh, but no, I'm just not familiar with dashboard confessional with the band's history. Um, there's something that just stylistically doesn't click with me there. No, um, not everybody's yeah. perfect. Mike, not everybody's perfect. Dashboard's incredible. That's a simple plan song. Uh, probably the greatest emo singer of all time. And uh, yeah, you're going to want to go listen to that record. Yeah, I probably will. Okay. But I know it's coming out. Next up. Let's get some big news. Big news right out of the way. Scary Kids, Scaring Kids featuring Little Lotus. They've announced a new record with a ton of features. Huh. Uh, Noah Sebastian from Born from Born from Bad Omens is on it. Hmm. Uh, who else? I don't even remember. It's on my phone. I remember that. Let me look. There's some... That's really interesting. Obviously, for people that are not super aware, Scary mm-hmm. Kids, Scaring Kids was a band in the mid-2000s, and their singer, Tyson, uh, tragically okay. passed away from a drug overdose. I'm not sure what year it was, um, but... Yeah, for them to be back and doing this is quite interesting. Obviously, they're going to rely on uh, guest features. They did mm-hmm. a tour with Cove Reber yep. of Seosin Dead American singing, right? He's got a song. Okay, he's on a song. So I wonder how they're going to do this, if they're going to be trying to do this as a tour or if this is just basically going to be, we're going to put this record out. A pretty crazy tour because each one of these songs has a different featuring artists for vocals. Yeah. First track, we've got Spencer from Ice Nine Kills. Second track, we've got Noah from Bad Omens. Then we've got Vanes, who is a super cool hip-hop, e- um, emo rap kind of guy. Um, I think he's definitely better than a lot of that other stuff, though. Uh, Matt McDonald, which I don't recognize that name off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, he's uh, he, is he from uh, the band formerly known as Slaves? Oh, is he that is. Right? Is yeah, that right? Ra- uh, Rain City Drive or whatever. River City yeah. Drive, yeah. Yeah, I think yep, that's That's him. right. Uh, then we've got the song with Little Lotus. Then we've got Cove Reaver. Then we get into kind of the meat of this, I think. We've got Spencer Chamberlain on a song. Wow. We've got Donovan Malero on a song. Wow. We've got Jesse Cash on a song. Era. Love it. Uh, Mod Sun's coming in for a song. Tyler Posey's coming in for a song. And Michael Swank is coming in for a song. Wow, that's crazy. Matt McDonald, I might be wrong... Matt McDonald, I believe, is actually the singer for the classic crime. Wow. That's who I'm thinking. I, that's, I was thinking of, who is the singer for? Is it, what is it called? River? Rain City Drive, River City. Rain City Drive. They're putting River out a single City. this week. Yeah, Rain City uh, Drive. 
yeah, that's, I'm going to find it. It's Matt something. Yeah. Also, there you go. Rain City Drive is putting out a single this, this week. That's this an honorable is, mention too. Oh, good. Well, there, that's, that's in there right there. Uh, it's Matt McAndrew. Matt McAndrew, not Matt, Mc, right. not Matt, not Matt McDonald. That's where the confusion yeah. was. Matt McDonald is from, uh, is from the classic crime. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Okay. Uh, wow. It's very, very, very bad, bad uh, podcasting right now. Yeah, continue, like that. continue. All right. uh, <laughs> but yeah, super excited for that Scary Kids, Scaring Kids album. I think that's something that's super cool uh, and good for them. Yeah. Uh, next up with another feature, we've got Ben Barlow from Neck Deep featuring on the new State Champs single. I listened to this okay. one. I think it's probably the weakest single from the record so far. We've got two other singles, uh, but it's definitely still fun. It's still fire. Yeah. I bet it's still fire. It's still pretty good. State Champs rules. Neck Deep rules too. I love both those bands. Oh yeah. And super cool whenever they work together and do a tour or anything like this. Always just such talented dudes. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Greg Pusciato. For those not familiar with the name, he's the ex-vocalist of the Dillinger Escape Plan. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> enough should make this very important. Uh, he's putting out a new solo record. This song features Reba Myers. I don't know who that is, but go check that out because Greg Pusciato is super talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, there's a Silver Scene song. Oh, I've heard of this one. Oh, have you? Have you heard I it? I have. I've heard it uh, very well, many, so many times, like a lot of, probably thousands of fucking times. Ah, oh, damn. You know how it is when you, when you make a record. It'd be um, like that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I can speak, excuse me. I can speak about this. We have a new song called ultraviolet Boom. coming out 11 AM tomorrow. You don't have to wait till Friday, Thursday, 11 AM. You're going to be hearing this. Uh, click on a link that's all over our social media to pre-save that shit um, and everything else that's going on. And there's a music video too, as well, that we did. <gasps> it was very fucking cold when we when we filmed it. I saw you um, looked like Professor X. I actually made a meme yeah, about it. It's a little creepy, the video. Uh, I, I, we had... I don't know if we had fun making it because it's so damn cold, but, mm-hmm. but it's a cool, it's a cool video. It's like a little weird, a little bit different. I think the song bangs. I think it's, uh, uh, it's, it's one of the more kind of radio. I don't say radio friendly cause that's not really right, but it's like one of the more kind of like, you know, down the middle songs from the yeah. record. I wouldn't say like, Hey, this is what the record's going to sound like. This is, you know, this is a single mm-hmm. release and, um, there's going to be some exciting news about, said album at that time tomorrow too. 11 if there o'clock. is an so, album, we don't know. There's an album. I can <gasps> say it. I'm going to say it. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. There's an <gasps> album. There's a, ah, there's an album. Yes, there's an album. There's an album, 11 o'clock. And yes, yeah, Silverstein, we're going to be twitching tomorrow night too, 6 p.m. on our channel. Can't wait so. to not talk about it on this show. <laughs> uh, next up, Ocean Grove. Super cool. Aussie Boys, second single from their upcoming album coming out this week. We love to see it. Yeah. Super talented, weird ass music, but it slays. Speaking of slaying, let's start straying specifically from the path. Super excited. This new track rips. It's exactly what you want from straight from the path. It's angry. You want to punch Dude, your I, mom. It's good. <laughs> no, don't punch your mom. No, we don't endorse that here. No, I was just scrolling through like, you know, Instagram with mm-hmm. my sound on, which I don't like to do, but it was happy to be on. It. Once it's on, it's hard to turn off. I don't know. So I was going through and I got to uh, guillotine, right? That's the mm-hmm. name of the song. And my phone just, it gets sounded like my speakers just blew off of it. I was like, yep. what the fuck? It's just like, Boo! it was like the craziest noise. This band is relentless. Oh yeah. Man, they're good. They are good. Next up, there's a new Coheed and Cambria single. Make sure you check that out. They just announced probably one of the most Coheed and Cambria tours that I am amazed has never happened. Uh, they've got Mothica opening up and Dance Gavin Dance as direct support, which is pretty cool. Like that's wow. a solid tour for, I'm sure a large demographic of both of those bands fans. Where are they playing? Like Hobbiton, Mordor? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool though. That's, that's a big fucking but tour. I feel like if you're a dance, Gavin dance fan, you love Coheed. And if you're a Coheed fan, you love dance, Gavin dance too. Like it's just back and forth. I think so. I mean, in some ways 
Yeah, they're they're different in terms of their like definitely their aesthetics, mm-hmm. but musically there's oh, yeah. a lot of similarities. I, I I do agree with that. Yep. Uh, next up, we're getting a new track from Limbs. I love Limbs. Post hardcore up and comers. Super excited. Love these guys. Make sure you check it out. Uh, they got kind of screwed because they were getting a lot of hype and they put out a new record right before the pandemic and all of that kind of happened. So welcome to my life. Yes, exactly. Uh, and speaking of welcoming to my life, I, I I thought I would have a like transition with that. I don't. So it wasn't bad. It, if you're it gonna was, say what I'm gonna say, it wasn't. But like, I don't have a band that I can like go into it. Uh, Oceans of Slumber, new single. Make sure you check that out. Super cool band. Love them. Okay. Uh, next up, Void of Vision, new single. Aussie Boys, heavy. The song's called Dominatrix. I think. Whoa. Which is kind of weird. A little sexual. A little sexual. <laughs> was there not uh, was there not a new Simple Plan song featuring Sum 41 or was that last week? That was last week. week. Uh, did we talk about it? No, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, actually haven't listened to it yet. I thought it came out like, wow. more recently than that, but you know, what is time? Yeah, I'd be like that. Um, but no, that could have been my segue, you know. Welcome to my life. I know, and then you like, it would have been it, there, but, we, but it wasn't. It was last, that was so last week. Yeah. Uh, next up, Danger Silent, a band that probably not a lot of people have heard about. They have got a super cool aesthetic. They are kind of that old school electronic core uh, vibe where it's almost like video game metalcore. Uh, super cool. They haven't released music in a very long time, so I'm very excited that they're putting out new stuff. I think the single's called The Snake and the Mouse or The Snake and the Rat or something like that. Or Snake and the Frog? Frog. I remember Frog now. Okay. Uh, but super cool band. I like them. Go check that out if you're into electronic or next up coming out of the UK, we've got a new single from malevolence. They are super heavy. If you like my own will, you'll like malevolence and boundaries and chamber and knocked loose and all that kind of stuff. All sounds similar. Yes. Uh, next up left to suffer. Super heavy band. Talked about them on the show before. They've got a new single coming out. Make sure you listen to it. Death course finest year of death core, baby. You're, is it, is it, you're of deathcore forever. I haven't said it in a couple weeks. So. You haven't. No, you haven't. I don't think you've said it this year. Actually, no. I said it. I said it on the 14th because we had Shadow of Intent, Enterprise Earth, um, Fit for an Autopsy on the same day. I said Year of Deathcore then. Now eh, I don't know. We're 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 feeling it out. Uh, yeah, I've got two more. We've got a new single from Secrets, new album coming soon. Wow. This is a band that has been around for absolute ever and has just not caught a break either. You can say that again. Vocally with the vocalists or tours or pandemic or literally anything. They're super talented, super great dudes. Um, Honestly, there are so many factors to why this band hasn't blown up and it just makes me so sad, but they are so determined and they are keeping with it and making music and they are so passionate about it. And I love these dudes. Yeah. I mean, you know, Richard yeah. being the leader of the band is just one of the biggest sweethearts I've ever had pleasure of, of sharing a stage with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it is really too bad. You know, what's happened with, with, uh, you know, some of their, their singers, um, you know, it's yeah. been, uh, it's been real tough, real tough to say the least. Yeah, for sure. Um, last one, cool band. Finally, finally announcing the album this Friday or Thursday. I don't know. You can pre-order the album now. I know that there's a new single static dress, the biggest up and coming post hardcore revival band emo revival, whatever you want to call this thing. Mm-hmm. I love static dress so damn much. Go listen to them. Yeah, I agree. This, this is, this is really good stuff. Um, I don't know what it is about them that I like so much. Like it's just, it's just, it's seemingly very they've got authentic. It. That, that's yeah, literally yeah, like, all it is. Yeah. Like they've just got it. It's, it's, it's authentic and it just like kind of works and it, it just feels like it's just right in that pocket, kind of where you want this mm-hmm. style to be. It's got and, the like. Uh, I I agree. It's it's one. They're 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 probably my favorite as well of, of all mm-hmm. the bands out there it, doing it. 
it's got like a very, very clear like message and everything like that. But they've got the like weird metaphor thing that used to happen all of the time in like emo and post hardcore where there's just these overlaid metaphors and like you don't know if they're actually making sense, but like somebody's going to get something out of it. <laughs> and like they, yeah. they know how to channel that perfectly. And it's so good. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's the honorable mentions for the week. That's it. If you want to see anything else, all the little bands that didn't make the list, anything that I have found out about after the recording of this episode, which is Wednesday evening, on the Twitch, follow me on Instagram, at Slappy Slam. I'll have the full list. You can check it out, and you can check out my records and my cat. Yeah, do all those things. Hell yeah. Thank you, Mike, for preparing an excellent, excellent top eight and honorable mentions and As discussing all of the records from last week. And coming in with the new no- the new news. The new new. The new news. What we do that we do now every week. I like that, oh, right? Yeah. Get it? New news? New news. Where we bring you all the latest and greatest in Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for tuning in. That is our show. We will be back next week to discuss more great music and break down this top eight. You're gonna hear all about what we thought of these albums. So make sure you come back next week either here on twitch twitch.tv slash told or on the podcast side wherever you listen to your podcasts dab that's it that's it that's it dab bye